This show is brought to you in part by the University of Advancing Technology. UAT is a unique technology-infused private college that was founded by a geek for other geeks. Our mission is to educate students in the fields of advancing technology to become innovators of the future. UAT's campus culture is devoted to continually nurturing a thriving geek community where everyone's personal lives and professional aspirations revolve around technology. The beginning of the 21st century is an exciting time to be in the technology community. Current subjects of ongoing research and scholarship at UAT include robotics and embedded systems, artificial life programming, information and network security, game development, and other areas of advanced technology. Check them out on the web at www.uat.edu. Hello, this is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Okay, then, we are exactly on six o'clock, I think. So, let me say welcome to Just a Minute. Now, this is um, an ancient British panel game that has been running on British radio since the 1950s with the same host, Nicholas Parsons. Um, What the aim of the game is, is to talk for a minute without hesitation, without deviation, that is to say getting off the subject, and without repetition. That is using any reasonably length word more than once. Um, Our panel will be given science fiction subjects to talk about by me. Um, They will interrupt if they think they have a correct challenge under the rules of... Can we interrupt just to interrupt? Apparently so. All right. Uh, um, Under the rules of hesitation, deviation, or repetition, um, if um, the um, challenge judged by me is wrong, the person being challenged will get a point for an incorrect challenge. If it's right... They get a point, the interrupter, and they get to continue the subject. So, let me introduce our panel this evening. Um, Scoring for us in the middle, the lovely Danny. She is the keeper of the clock and will be telling us when a minute has passed. So, let me introduce Cherry Dreadnought Priest. Thank you. Sam Pug Sykes. Robert J. Sawyer. <laughs> and the World Con reigning champion of just a minute, John Little Fuzzy Scalzi. I'm not that fuzzy. <laughs> and it's with um, John Scalzi that we begin this evening. John. Yes. I would like you to talk for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of where to put my Hugo. Where to put my Hugo. Now, the the participants can use the words in the question as many times as they like. Where to put my Hugo, starting now. Paul, I don't know where to put your Hugo because you don't have one. However, I do. And it is an interesting (laughs) question to put it in the office, in the bedroom, in the living room. I have two. What should I do with them? One of them is with my daughter. She said, you don't need two. I can have one. Fair enough. One is in where her bed is. She shows it off to her friends. It's a rocket, she says. 
So it is. They have no context. They don't understand the implications of the award. So what can you do with the other one? Hmm. I'll tell you what I do with my Hugo. I put a head crab on it. That is from a game called Half-Life 2 by Valve. Done. Yes. Yay. He's speaking as the... Perhaps I should point out, well, John gets a point for speaking as the whistle went at the end of the minute. Um, I, I, I should point out to the panel, I'm not going to do anything about him. Um, it's up to you guys to interrupt and uh, challenge. So you, did he do I something been, that was challengeable? I yeah. think he hesitated a lot. I, I oh, talked okay. very I slowly. I thought that was just his normal slow I, No, I, I talked slowly, but uh, deliberately, making sure to pace my words so it didn't sound like I was hesitating. And there were a couple of places where you could have dinged me for repetition, but I didn't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, Cherry, hmm. um, oh, no. I'd like you to talk for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on what steampunk means to me. What steampunk means to me starting now. What steampunk means to me is kind of a tricky question because it means something different to everyone, everywhere. And most of the time, when I have these conversations at conventions or on my webpage, uh, people tend to... Sorry. Sam, what's the nature of your challenge? He, she went, Bleh. Yes, she did. I did. That's <laughs> a hesitation oh, under the rules right. of just I a minute. It was. It was Sam stressful. gets um, a point for a correct challenge. <laughs> and um, Danny, how long has Sam got left to talk about? So, Sam, you've got uh, 37 seconds to talk about what steampunk means to me, starting now. <laughs> steampunk does not mean a whole hell of a lot, because I don't consider it a real genre. To me, hesitation. hesitation. Uh, oh, that was not hesitation. Yes, it was. That was establishing mood. I no, no, no. That was establishing character. No. How do we do the challenge? You can't fuck with me on this. Yes, you can, you can do, make any noise, put your hand up, whatever. But, uh, okay, now. I think that was a hesitation. Nah. Robert gets a point for a correct challenge. Please and note that Robert was a real asshole about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I gave Scalzi a free ride. Make because, that note you know, right he's now. Tired. <laughs> Sam, Sam, I know this now may noting. come as a shock, but we're not in a court of law. <laughs> it's been noted. <laughs> Daddy, um, so how long? How many um, Robert has 27 seconds on the subject of what steampunk means to me starting now. <laughs> Last year I attended Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia, where more than half of all the costumes were steampunk in nature. And I noted here at this particular congress of fans that far fewer of the... Hesitation. <laughs> yes, that's how we play the game, folks. So, uh, Scalzi gets a point for a correct challenge and has ten seconds. ten seconds on the subject of what steampunk means to me, starting now. Steampunk is what happens when goths discover brown. It is a fascinating, <laughs> intriguing, sartorial sort of adventure. That Done. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, Scalzi gets a point for speaking what? as the whistle went. Yep. And uh, Sam, I'd like you to begin our next subject. Um, our next subject is my favorite editor. 
my favourite editor. I'd like you to talk for one minute without hesitation, deviation or repetition on the subject of my favourite editor starting now. My favourite editor is my British editor, Simon Spanton, because I think he looks a lot like a walking tree. And hesitation. I really... That was not hesitation, you... No. <laughs> okay, now... Uh, I, I appreciate the, um, the uh, sheer ferocity with which that went in, but yes. I think I will give the benefit of the doubt to Sam in this Come occasion. Um, so Sam gets a point Please for, a correct no challenge, it, uh, for an incorrect Sherry. challenge oh. and gets um, another... How long? Um, that was only 10 seconds. Another 50 seconds on the subject of my favourite editor starting now. Upon further thought, I have reconsidered and decided that my favourite editor is my American editor, Lou Anders because Lou's head is round and hairless, and it does bring me a great amount of joy to see that pate glistening with sweat. Hesitation. Oh, yeah, I think, I think that's You just don't enough. want me to finish this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more of a mercy killing than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so who, who was that with, with a hesitation? That was John. Okay, okay, John gets a point for a correct challenge and has... We're at 28 seconds. And has 32 seconds on the subject of my favorite editor starting now. I also happen to like Lou Anders, and I have a story about him. I was at a Worldcon with a bunch of other people, and we suggested an anthology to him. And we said, we have all these people ready for this particular bung, book. Boom. Oh, he said people twice. Yes, he did. Aha, uh -huh. <laughs> Mr. Scalzi. There we go. There we go. <laughs> these all right. Happened. Correct all right. challenge from Robert. Um, and he has... We're at 43 seconds. You have... a. I'm doing the maths now. Seven, 17 seconds on the subject of my favorite editor starting now. Dr. David Geddes Hartwell of Tor Books in New York City is my favorite editor because he has a PhD in comparative medieval literature. And given that wonderful background in all things ancient and boring, he probably has a good sense of what things might be wonderful and exciting in the future. Oh, yes, that was done. So Robert gets a point for speaking good. as the whistle went. All right, I'm learning. And how many of you know your editor's middle names? And look, Nielsen look. doesn't count on Patrick Nielsen, Aiden. Look, luckily, at the very moment, he said wonderful twice. Yes. Um, so, um, well, it is Robert's turn to start. Oh. And I would like you to start um, the subject of big, dumb objects. You have one minute on the subject of... I big. would like to object to the timekeeper. <laughs> Big dumb objects starting now. My first encounter with a big dumb object motif in science fiction was through the work of Sir Charles, Arthur Charles Clarke, who developed Rendezvous with Rama, which won a Hugo Award many years Sam. ago. I'm going to call that. He stuttered. He did indeed I did stutter. stutter. And I hate that. <laughs> All right. That's, that's a point to Sam for a correct challenge. And Sam has... Fifty seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting how, now. How metro? On the subject of big dumb objects in oh God. hesitation. Oh. Boom. No. Boom. I yes, knew, that I knew really I was. You could have driven a bus through that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a point to Scalzi for a correct challenge, and he has. That uh, he has, has some more seconds. Forty-four seconds. <laughs> Forty-four seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting now. I was asked to be part of an anthology on big dumb objects, and I had a very difficult time thinking of which particular thing I wished to make 
Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I, I saw Sam hit the ground first there, so um, that's a point to Sam for it. Can I give it to Sherry? It's okay. No, I don't need your no, point. No, you give it to Sherry? No, Sam. You, dude. No, Sam. We, can, we, we want you it's to okay. have I'll it. It's okay. I'll be the loser. I don't mind. Don't, 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 don't patronize her, Sam. I'm not being patronizing. It's called being a nice okay. person, you dick. I'll be the best loser. <laughs> well, I suppose I deserve that, really. Uh, Sam, you get a point for a correct challenge, and you get... 30 seconds. 30 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting now. I'm not entirely sure what can really quantify as a big dumb object in fantasy because the entire basis of fantasy. No, is uh, shall we go there? Bitches. And the nature of your challenge is. Oh, he repeated uh, fantasy. There we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't so talk point. to him like. Point, point for a successful challenge, and Sherry has 20 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects. 22 seconds. 22 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting now. I was accused of being a big dumb object when I was working with kindergartners for a very long time, nearly four years while I was in Tennessee. And it was a Title VIII school filled with very small children who spoke with very pronounced... I took a breath! Oh. It doesn't... It counts. I, it's, it's ruthless, I know, but... Well, I didn't get the point against him when he paused even longer. I did not pause long. No. Yeah. That was my natural this is, gravitas. This is why... Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, this no, is why no. the host of Just a Minute There, were, there were two of us who hit the ground at the same time, so there was a consensus there. Yes, there oh, was. My. So um, eat it, Sherry. Mark so, it again. Sam, you get a point for a correct challenge, and um, you have... Uh, eight seconds. Eight seconds on the, the subject of big dumb objects starting now. As I was saying for the <laughs> third time on the nature of big dumb objects, it's very important to consider that... Done. That done. Oh, good, because you were just about to hesitate. At the end. <laughs> at the Sam, end. Sam, Sam. Good for you. Uh, the whistle went before Scalzi objected, so oh. Sam gets a point for speaking as the whistle went. So close. And so close. we move on to our second you round. Know, I think Canadians are too nice to play this game. That's my problem here. Taking <laughs> <laughs> a breath. That's okay. Danny, do we know what the points? All right. Danny, do we know what the points, the scores are after the first round? So far, Sam is actually winning with six. Sam is very close behind with five. Please read the annotations. <laughs> The one. It's okay. Robert has Mine three, but he was kind of an asshole about it. <laughs> and Sam says, eat it, Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> and Cherry says, bitches. I, I have been reading the notes they're passing each other. It's like being in glee. It's extraordinary. <laughs> um, so, to start from that end once more, I will be giving you this time each a title of a classic piece of science fiction or fantasy. So, John, I'd like to you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of The Moon is a Harsh Mistress. The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, starting now. Polygamy. We're for it. Yes. Actually, I'm not. The way I feel about that particular subject is it's difficult enough to be married to one person, so to be engaged, so to speak, with so many others would lead to confusion and contempt and boredom and all sorts of other things. Uh, that would yeah, a challenge from Sam? I figure, I think he was drawing out his ands. Mm. 
I think we're down to a quantum level of challenge there. I, I, I think that Scouser gets a point for an incorrect challenge and what? continues on the subject. And he of... loses a point, does he? No, no, he no I don't. No, no he doesn't. Oh, don't quit no trying to make up rules. I should be challenging I constantly. Don't, don't, don't try and change the rules to get more points. I wasn't trying to change the rules. I was asking for a clarification. All right. That's all. Okay, so Scouser gets the subject with... Forty seconds left on the moon is a harsh mistress starting now. And libertarianism, let's talk about that for a minute. It infuses that entire book. Some say it is a foundational document of that particular philosophy. I do not agree with this. I happen to think that it is a secondary piece of work in that particular genre. However, who am I to dissuade those who believe that this particular Oh. <laughs> yeah, on the fourth particular. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I thought. You know. uh, Shuri gets got there first, I think. Yes. Um, uh, so Shuri has mm. a correct challenge, yeah, I assume, Shuri. because I said what it was. Um, well, also, here was a huge pause. I mean, come okay. on. I was like, it was really six of one, half dozen of yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Either so, way, I get a point. Yeah, and uh, you get to con continue the subject on the subject of the moon is a harsh mistress starting now. On the subject of The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, I don't actually have much to say because I haven't read it. But when it comes to polygamy, I have always been a bit concerned that the issue is this relationship isn't working, so we should add more people. And that concerns me on a number yeah. of levels. Repetition. Um, now, okay. wait a second. I think Robert actually hit the deck yeah. first there. Oh. But, <laughs> but, and I think but it the was... time actually went out okay. first. Well, Oh, right. So the time the time ran out before Robert hit the deck. All right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, but I wouldn't have allowed it anyway because that was concerns and oh, concerned. Come on. Oh, really? Yes. So, uh -huh. yeah. but no, no. So but, but, Sherry but, but. gets a point for ch talking as the whistle went, yeah. mm. and indeed she gets to um, start the next subject. Oh, oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Moving along. Yeah. Which is I could go on about that. <laughs> Would you please speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of do androids dream of electric sheep? Do androids dream of electric sheep starting now? Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep is yet another book I have not read, and I'm very sorry about that, but the truth is I was not allowed to read. So yeah. Read and read are two different... That's Come an on. interesting question. Uh, I'm going to challenge okay, it so because I, there's no penalty. Yes, I will, I will take Robert's challenge, and indeed, that's a correct challenge. They're spelt the same. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, no. Oh, Otherwise, oh, this was sorted out. Come on, Evan, that's the rules, oh, man. This was, I am against this, this was sorted out. We're adding rules to the this game after the This was sorted out at Worldcon with the China Mieville different accent gambit, <laughs> where he attempted to avoid speaking um, in a repetitious way by putting on a French accent. Oh, God. <laughs> How many so, seconds? Robert gets a correct challenge and gets a point. And how many seconds do I have to do? He's got 50 seconds. And has 50, 50. seconds on <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep starting now. The novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip Kindred Dick is the basis for the film Blade Runner, produced by Ridley Scott. There's an award given in our field of science fiction named in honor of PKD for the best work published originally in mass market paperback to distinguish the fact that in his lifetime he never reaped the benefits of all the wonderful... John. There was a hesitation there to distinguish... Uh, uh, no, uh, I, no, I don't think there was, and I think the audience is with me. That was at least as long as that. Never mind. Don't don't be a, a I've bad already sport. Made that How many fight seconds? And I'm lost. Uh, so Robert gets a point for an incorrect challenge and has. I feel Robert should get a bonus point for being the only one who has yet to curse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
so Ed uh, has. Now, I have to ask one rules question because it's my first time playing. Am I reset on repetition or not? No, you're not. I have to not use mm. the same words I've already used. Okay. No. Um, you don't have to pick up on other people's repetitions, but your own still count. Okay, so uh, it has... It's about 31 seconds. 31 seconds on the subject of Dundra and Dream of Electric Sheep starting now. All of us who write in this field of science fiction and fantasy hope to have movies, TV shows, and so on made out of our works, but there's nobody who has had more done in this area than the author of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? The great tragedy of all this is that except for knowing that the deal had been made, he passed away before all of the fortune could have accrued to him from these wonderful adaptations. Schwarzenegger starring in work based on his oeuvre. Uh, so close, we're getting there. Did Ooh, I only have to bullshit five. for five seconds. Yeah. Oh, man. Wait, wait, Sherry, no, Sherry what one. was the nature of your challenge? Oh, wait, now I don't remember. <laughs> oh, oh, I do oh, remember. He hesitated is what it was. Yeah, it was. Stopped, you yes. can't uh, accept that. Okay. Uh, I hit it with both fists. That counts more. <laughs> I had my hands like I, this. And it I is about it brute force. I, I saw her hand hit the table first. Mm. And um, <clears throat> so, uh, Cherry, um, that actually wasn't what I thought you were going to uh, challenge for, but there was a correct challenge there. Okay, so you get a point for that, and five seconds on the subject of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep starting now. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep is, as I had said previously, not a book that I am acquainted Stop. with. And a point for speaking as the whistle went. Cool. It's I'm good learning. because you got, for you. you got the repetition, wasn't it? Yeah. It was about to, yeah. No, there was no about to. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Okay, so Sam. Still got the point. Yeah. Wait. I'd like you to sp speak for... It's well, your she won, didn't she? Doesn't she get the topic? Yeah, she got the point. No, no, no. We, 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 we get to... the topic. We yeah. st each person oh. starts in line. Man, so, Sam. Hard. Um, hard. I'd like you to speak for a minute on without hesitation, repetition, or deviation on the subject of the Fellowship of the Ring. The Fellowship of the Ring starting now. There's been a lot of discussion about the Fellowship of the Ring as to whether or not it was a racist documentary. In the fact that... Yeah. Um, Sherry? Totally hesitated. How? I didn't hear that oh, at all. For sake. Um, I'm with you. Thank you. I heard it. Of course he's with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's usually not. Give me okay. two points because they're both jerks. Ah. <laughs> I, I thought you were just going to say that's outrageous. Um, <laughs> but that's a, a point How dare to, you, Sam? <laughs> point to Sam for a correct challenge. <laughs> and um, you get to continue with... How many? Okay, 53 seconds on the Fellowship of the Ring starting now. As I was saying, the Fellowship of the Ring by J.R.R. Tolkien was I in fact... <laughs> you did. You did. Be a man. Oh, yeah, man up. Oh, I'm not oh, going yeah. to be a man. I told okay. you I was going to be a bitch about this. <laughs> so that's a correct challenge to... How is that correct? Because I'm having to make a very because fine judgment a about the nature I'm, I'm of the sensing, way you talk. I'm sensing a, a non-commonwealth bias going on. Yeah. I, I do believe they should both be executed. <laughs> Are any of you from the Commonwealth? <laughs> no, you're biased against the colonies. I'm you're from still Commonwealth. holding a grudge. Uh, we have the same queen. Yes. Paul and I have the same queen. <laughs> that was 200 years ago. You can't still be upset. Can, I, can, anybody, can anybody remember where we were? Uh, I, th I think Robert had a correct challenge there. I did. Of course and you did. Seconds, so I 15 seconds. 
and 14 45. seconds. And 45 seconds, and I'm starting to feel like this may never seconds. end. I'm on the subject of The Fellowship of the Ring starting now. The Fellowship of the Ring is one of the volumes of the trilogy by J.R.R. Tolkien, known as The Lord of the Blank. And the problem with it being considered as a single volume in a collective... Sam, yes, yes, Sam, yes. He went, uh... I yes, did not. he did. You did? Did I? I heard an uh. Yeah. So Sam has a correct challenge. That's my accent. We Canadians That's not an accent. <laughs> and, and what a beautiful accent it is, too. I'm oh, sure it would please you. our queen. Yes. Uh, so Betty Windsor. <laughs> so Sam, you get um, a point for a correct challenge, and the subject with, with, with. With uh, 37 seconds to go, starting now. Continue on what my esteemed colleague was just saying. The Fellowship of the Ring is a volume in a series called Lord of the Blank, which is its exact title. It was, in fact, originally called Lord of the Blank. Oh, shit, I can't oh. lie. Oh. <laughs> you walked right into that one, man. So I forgot. I saw Cherry's hand go down there. John beat me. John beat me. Okay. Do you really want to tell the panel that? I feel this is biased John against beat liars. Me. <laughs> Okay, so John, you got. I a said, oh, I went. He did. He, 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 yeah. he beat me to that call. Okay. Yeah. He did grunt. John. Yes, it was you, repetition. Okay. Get, get, ooh, I should get a point for honesty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. What for honesty? I made a bald faced lie. You oh, are so nice too. to me. You won't even call me on my lies. John, you get a point Note for that correct down. Time. John Scalzi won't call me on my lies. And how many time? How much time left? <laughs> 35 Good lord, how much time is 25 this? 25 seconds on the subject of the <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. 35 seconds on the subject of the Fellowship of the Ring starting now. It's I like hobbits, they're short. I feel a kinship with those tiny Co creatures. I have hair on my toes. Oh, Robert, just I like challenge that species. Yeah, after kinship. He uh, hesitated. He did. I did not articulate. Yeah. Kinship? Oh, give me a break. No, no after yeah. hesitation after kinship. There kinship. was a hesitation there. Robert gets a point for I a correct like challenge. I feel this is being inconsistent. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm restarting the revolutionary war. We're coming after Canada. <laughs> we'll just burn your damn White House down again. Yeah, it's just... Oh. <laughs> and um, Request how a point be taken away from Robert for bringing up hurtful memories. <laughs> <laughs> How many well, seconds do I have left, Annie? <laughs> 15, 16. 15, 15, 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. You said words of any length. That's a monosyllable. You're not allowed to repeat monosyllables. Lord Excuse of the. No, no, I have to know the rules. You explain the rules. That is to say, regularly used small words that let conversation flow well, along. A heathen like you may never have caused. How often? I use board, Lord all the but time. But the rest of us who live pious lives need to use that word. Routinely. Now we see I the Canadians how they John do Scalzi things. John gets a point for a correct challenge. No, he I'm does going not. off Canada. Um, <laughs> and with. 14 seconds left All right. now. Elves. Hesitation. <laughs> One word again. So, what? I heard, I heard a thump from down the table. Was that Sherry? That was Sherry. Yes, it was. Okay, so, um, I, 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 don't remember. I don't believe the way to win this game is to just go, elves. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sherry. This is actually longer than the book itself. <laughs> You've got... These are, these are football minutes. Elves. American football minutes. where It's ten minutes, but it's like three hours and a quarter. Sherry, yeah. Sherry, you have how long? Ten minutes. 
Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten yes. Ten. Ten seconds to start about the to talk about the Fellowship of the Ring starting now. I first read the book in question back when I was in high school, and I loved it very much. So much, in fact, that I was that, that repetition. Oh, much. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Oh. Oh dear. Who who got that? It wasn't it was me. It was John. It was John. Okay. Um, a point to Kelsey for, for a correct second. challenge and. It's, it's, no, it's one nine tenths second of a second. On the subject of the Fellowship no, of the Ring. Starting tell me now. When, tell me when to begin. All right, ready? Candle yeah. falls! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. I, I think we've all shared a, a terrible experience like being on the Titanic. <laughs> Okay, so, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where we are? I'd like you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of... Um, uh, hesitation! <laughs> hesitation! <laughs> I, on the subject of The Star's My Destination, starting now. Alfred Bester wrote the novel called The Star's My Destination, which deals with teleportation, or as it was referred to... Sam, he did indeed. Yes. There was a little bleh. Okay, so Sam, you have you got a correct challenge point, and you have. Uh, wait, that was only six seconds. So. Uh, Fifty-four <laughs> seconds on the subject of the stars. My destination starting now. To compound blasphemies, this is a book I've never really read, and I don't even. Nope, sorry, no, sorry, now I've Sorry, sorry. No, it's too, late. Uh, too late. Too late. Uh, point to um, Sam for an Bye incorrect bad. challenge. That's okay. And that one was for you. It's because <laughs> I care. Yeah. I know we're at twelve. And Sam has 48 seconds on that subject starting now. As I was saying, I don't read a lot of science. Boom. What? Repetition. Read, <laughs> read and read. Oh, red. I thought you were going to say I as, said as red say. as in the color. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, you did not. Yeah. Red and read. I totally said if that. It, if it actually had been as in the color, Please that would have been all right, back. but it was not. Yeah, no. So, Rob, you get a point for a correct challenge. No, and. Forty-five seconds left on the subject of The Star's My Destination, starting now. The notion that you can write a story in which people travel through space without actually using a vehicle, vessel, or conveyance was an original idea of Alfred Bester's and way cool when it was first presented. But these days we've seen so many other writers. Uh, hesitation. I saw... It was Scalzi. It's okay. You keep... See, what are you doing, I Paul? Think, I think it's because of the differing speeds well, of sound and light. Here. Yes, that's right. <laughs> there is no Doppler excuse you can pull out of it's your Jedi. British ass for that one, Mr. Cornell. Just, that would just be British arse. <laughs> or bum. Okay. So, okay, that was... Because that was, I, I see Cherry get there and I hear you first. Right, okay, so that, should, that shouldn't work that way. Anyway, physics has changed. Okay, Scalzi, you get... It's the metric system, I think, really, is what happened here. <laughs> Starting now. The Star's My Destination. I actually used that title in The Last Colony where I describe a poem that one of the colonists writes in order to colonize the planet which they went to go live upon. However, what we are talking about now is the book by Alfred Bester, which I have not read, although I know it is the origin of a particular album that was written by Slav Fay, which is 
a band. <laughs> Sam. He's hesitating all over the place. <laughs> no. No, I think he's keeping on the beat. I think you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam. But Sam, I will accept this under protest. <laughs> would Please that, make a note. Would that I could... Would that I could take away points like some tyrant. Um, Scalzi gets a point for a correct challenge. Hence, and you're still bitter about the Revolutionary War. And two seconds on the subject of the Stars My Destination starting now. The guitarist, Mike Scalzi. There we are. Because there's a band named Slough Fag and the guitarist's name is Mike Scalzi, and so he's so, like related to me. Nice. John gets a point for uh, speaking as the whistle went. And, and a really obscure connection to you. Danny, at the end of our second round, um, how, may, how is the point situation? All right, Sherry has six. Still sucks. Sam has ten. Eat it. John has 13. <laughs> Robert has eight. Not bad. Not last place. Not last place. Not last place. <laughs> Shut up. Don't be a dick about it. <laughs> but we love Sherry, so. Oh, we do no, love we Sherry. Don't. Give her more sad. points than Robert. <laughs> I do, okay. but only when I get points, so not very often, really. So, um, we begin once more with John. Uh-oh. Um, uh, I would like you to talk for um, one minute, without hesitation, definite deviational repetition, on the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant. <laughs> why Doctor Who is brilliant, starting now. Oh. <laughs> is, did, did somebody just phone you? <laughs> that never happens on the radio version. Eh? <laughs> okay, uh, why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now? Oh. Okay, so I saw Robert first there. That was, that, that was harsh. <laughs> It so, was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert gets a point for a correct challenge, and the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant start uh, with with fifty eight seconds starting now. The BBC serial Doctor Who premiered on the day after John F. Kennedy's assassination and therefore did not initially get the ratings that it deserved, but in subsequent years developed a huge cult following. And the reason for that is the wonderful variety of actors who have portrayed the titular character. My own favorite is John Pertwee, known as the third of the iterations of this particular individual. Subsequent performers. Oh. Oh. Now, you all went for it. I think Cherry got there. I, I think yeah. I actually got that, that one. That one was her. So, and, and I should point out, actually, that you're allowed to say the words in the title. So you could have gone for Doctor Who as many times <laughs> as you like. But, so, Cherry, you get a point for a correct challenge. and That's the only way I'm going to get points on this one. So. <laughs> okay. Just over 30 seconds on the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now. On the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant, I am inappropriate to speak because I simply have never seen any of the TV shows or read any of the books, even though I hear that some of those things are written by people who I might know and even kind of like. But since I haven't ever participated in this particular pop culture phenomenon, I am just I, yeah, out of things to say. I, I, don't know. I, I saw Scousy first. Um, so... <laughs> Although I think that was kind of deviation from ability to talk about the subject, but uh, okay, Scalzi gets a, a point for, th for that, and um, and this jury will not be swayed by favoritism, and uh, uh, with 12 seconds. 
12 seconds on the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now. My first Doctor Who is Christopher Eccleston, which makes me unusual because so many other people who watch Doctor Who have other favorite characters. Sam, yes, yes. What was, how much time was left? Three seconds. Three seconds. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Sam has um, a correct challenge there and has three seconds. three seconds left on the subject of Doctor Who, why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now. I just think Daleks are the greatest. Uh, oh. Scalzi? He's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I am. Well, that's an incorrect challenge, and so Sam gets a point for an incorrect challenge. I and that's two points for me. And was speaking as the whistle went. Right. Okay. Sorry. The message is that Sherry has let us down I in know. so many ways. I am, I am filled with woe. Sherry, I'm kidding. I'd like you to speak for a minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible. Why Star Wars is terrible. Starting now. Star Wars is terrible because it is really just a sad recreation, even retelling, and really pathetic. John? I was going somewhere with that, too. <laughs> there, there, there was a hesitation there, and you get a point for a correct challenge, and, and you know, how many seconds? Uh, that was seven seconds. It was not good. 53 seconds on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible, <coughs> starting now. <laughs> I don't think I sound effects count. Um, oh, come yeah, on. You, you never Did clarified on one of I didn't repeat it yet. That's <laughs> is one phrase. Vowels do not come count. Come on. Okay. That counts. That counts. That counts. That Vowels counts. Vowels do not count. That counts. Come on. Come on. Every, every single time we play this, John finds things that I've never had to rule on before. <laughs> Um, okay, I think that if he'd gone for another inhalation, then that yes. would have been repetition, but Fine. since he did not, right. and since he kept the inhalation and exhalation relatively short, then we can say that it was an incorrect challenge. John gets a point for an incorrect challenge. And, and another 47 seconds on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible, starting now. Why Star Wars is terrible. I want to go to Tashi Station! Luke! What a whiner! I hate him so much. Everything about who he is makes me cringe. He can't operate a lightsaber. He always crashes his spacecraft. He's always... Oh! And Cherry got there. Always. Always indeed. Ruse repeated oh, yeah. that. I had it. I knew Point it as soon as I said it. Point for a correct challenge and... 25 seconds. 25 seconds on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible, starting now. Why Star Wars is terrible, as I was going to say, has to do with Campbellian archetypal philosophies. He's really just telling the same story over again, even though he doesn't have anything new to say. He only put it in space, which isn't that terribly interesting in the grand scheme of things. Rob. Well, I'm sorry I'm blowing it, but didn't she say terribly twice? She said terrible once and terribly once. Right. Okay. So that's, that's an incorrect, incorrect challenge. Uh. And um, yeah, Cherry gets um, a point and continues on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible with 12 seconds to go starting now. Really, I only objected because I wanted the extra point when we were going to talk about why Star Wars is terrible. I wasn't entirely sure I could say anything about it being terrible. Um, see, I suck uh, myself. I suck at this. Scalzi, I believe. Repetition. Except that was on the card. 
why Star Wars is terrible is the subject. Oh! Oh, give me a break. Wait, wait, wait. Did... So... No, 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 he's giving me a break. an incorrect just challenge. <laughs> oh, in only two seconds. And Cherry oh gets another God. point. And I'm going to fake my way into this. It's gonna <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible for another <clears throat> two seconds starting now. Can't I just repeat the question of why Star Wars is terrible? And that's how the whistle went. I was actually waiting to see which of you would um, argue the hardest for that incorrect challenge. That was fab. No. Oh, you, you, I, you. I have to take Folded my small like pleasures. Superman on laundry day. It was not cool. Okay, mm. Sam. What? He's busy. <laughs> yes, yes, Paul. I would like you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of why Twilight is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Why second, Twilight is wonderful, starting now. Twilight is wonderful because it really captures the... No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And I think Cherry got there yeah, first. Yeah, I'll let her... Point, was, I'll let you have pretty, it. I'll let you have it. Point to Cherry for a correct vote. challenge. But I'll take it. I'll take your pity It's point. not it's pity, okay. it's... Okay. I'm and, just waiting for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and with... Hmm? 56, 56 seconds, seconds on the subject of why Twilight is... What word did I use? Wonderful. wonderful. Why Twilight is wonderful, starting now. Why Twilight is wonderful is probably a question that Paul thinks will throw me for a loop. But in fact, I live in Seattle, and those books are not set terribly far from where I live, where they have been a boon for the local economy, especially... Rob. She used the word live twice. I live in Seattle, not set that far lived from where I live. Lived and lived. Oh, lived? Lived. Well, I lived did not lived. hear the past tense. We must learn to enunciate. Do you know Maybe. that whole, ac that whole accent, accent thing? It's my accent. Again. You're so, you're racist. Uh, did she <laughs> say lived and lived? Against my accent. No, lived and lived. Live and that. lived are two separate words. They're they completely they different tenses. He didn't hear them. Just because you, just because you didn't hear them didn't mean the she minutes. didn't say them. Well, that's, I mean, that's a question of whether she actually said what she intended to she say. She did say At what she said. At this point, I don't actually remember. Cherry, <laughs> did, you, did you say lived and oh, lived? Oh, come on. Of course I, she's going to. Uh, honestly, I thought I did, but I don't remember now. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, was, I, I will rule on this. I'm, next, I'm sitting next to her. I heard, I distinctly heard the two different tenses. No, he didn't. He's lying. I'm not lying. He's lying. I don't think I don't think we can assume panelists are lying. So, Why can't we? Um, this is skulls. until proven guilty. How about audience an audience vote? vote? Do you think that um, Cherry could keep, should keep the subject hands up? Yes. Yes. Yay! Thank and you. And do you think she should not hands up? Oh, you too hard people. Okay. Cherry keeps the subject and gets a point for an incorrect challenge with. Uh, we've done 17 seconds. Oh. With uh, that all? 43 seconds. Why Twilight is wonderful, starting now. I'm not entirely certain I can talk for another 43 seconds about why Twilight is wonderful, except that it has brought an entire new generation of young readers into the fold, and it has been an exceptional thing for many of my friends who write young adult literature. Scousey? Hesitation. She took a oh, really long time. Oh, sure, loudly? sure. But you gave her a free ride on Lived and Lived. <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows it. Look at her I face. Do. I, I was, yeah, no, it's okay. okay. Okay, I'll take it's that okay. as a correct challenge, I but it's right on louder. the edge. Wait, <laughs> no, it's not right on the edge. If I got busted for earlier, the fact that the fact, I do feel the like fact it's that more than one pe person went for it seems to indicate okay. there was something yeah, there. Yeah, we consensus. were just looking for a reason to pounce, though. <laughs> well, that's what you should be doing. Well done. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I want Cherry. to note again that you are a dick, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Repetition. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd like that point. Um, can anybody tell me who's got the subject? <laughs> I do. Okay, Scalzi, there, of course, yeah. Um, wait, wait, it turned off. Scalzi has... Oh, wait. 30 seconds on the subject of why Twilight is wonderful, starting now. Why Twilight is wonderful. My daughter likes it. I can't help that. She enjoys sparkly vampires, but she reads, and this is the most important thing. As our friend Sherry noted, it brings in a new generation of young folk to the experience. Rob? He's hesitating. No. Dude, how come no. Scalzi keeps getting all this leeway? Yeah, come on. Well, I th I think you know, just because you, you can't handle a rhythm. Style <laughs> rhythm. This rhythm. is like a slam poetry rhythm. session. Oh. His rhythm is rhythm. stuttering. Rhythm. Just because you can't handle my rhythm, Rob Sawyer, doesn't mean <laughs> that I should right have my face. You're letting me make a bitch out of you. I think, I think that uh, the difficulty of this game is I have to judge everybody's individual way of speaking, and I think that Scalzi would get the benefit of that doubt, doubt in this case. Yes! How come I don't get the benefit of that doubt? Well, because you, you're you've Sam. You've had huge benefit of the doubt. I've been giving you the benefit. Oh, anyway. Scalzi, <laughs> <laughs> Argumentative. You get, you get a point for a correct challenge, an incorrect challenge, and continue on the subject of why Twilight is wonderful for 13 seconds, starting now. Wait. What? It, it, it shut off again. Oh, right. Ready? Wait, wait, wait. Does that count against me? Do I? Oh, dead ball. 17 seconds starting now. My child's classmates also enjoyed this. What? I got distracted. Well, okay. audience. Of course it's forced. It doesn't mean it's a hesitation. That's totally a hesitation. Okay. Any hesitation? Right? Audience, don't get involved. <laughs> This is not hockey. Yeah, it's like, no, you I saw, I saw, you just looked at me, which isn't a challenge. I slapped. I slapped. No, I stomped with but, my hand. But Cherry you know made it first. Thank you. Bullshit. And what exactly? Yours is bullshit. <laughs> You're all, this is all bullshit. <laughs> what exactly was the challenge? You're, oh, no, he hesitated. Yeah, hesitation. he stopped. Okay. No, claiming distraction. The, the no, but that's not, that's not, that's, if, if the audience actually makes you hesitate, it doesn't matter, Absolutely. it's still hesitation, so the, the difference right. being The difference being in this case... And, and sir, I will be waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> the difference being in this case that John actually stopped talking. Yes. Um, so, uh, Cherry gets a point for a correct challenge and... Eight seconds, wait, are we still on Twilight? Eight seconds yeah. on why Twilight is wonderful starting now. Why Twilight is wonderful is the re... <laughs> <laughs> I saw Sam move first there. I shouldn't have started with the question. That was I don't even need terrible. to say it, do I? So Sam got a point for a correct challenge, and four seconds on the subject of why Twilight is wonderful starting now. In the end, it's about cute boys and werewolves and love affairs. Stop, and speaking as the whistle Yay. went. I got a point, but I don't count that as a victory. <laughs> I said cute boys. Rob. Wait. Is it my, I think it's... Isn't it mine? Oh, I'm sorry. You're starting some. Sorry, Proof yeah. of bias. <laughs> stacking up like a tower. Sam. Ready to fall. Haiku. Um, I'd like you to speak for one minute without hesitation. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Definition of... No, wait. That was me. I did start with Twilight. Yes, you did start oh, with Twilight. Twilight. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. You're not biased. You're... I'm just a jerk. Okay. Here, here. <laughs> Right, Rob. Note that no one challenged it. All right, All right. my bad. Rob, Shh. you have a minute to start on. Uh, <coughs> uh, 
<laughs> you have a, a minute to speak on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven. The greatness of Larry Niven starting now. Lawrence Van Cott Niven was born in 1938, and when he turned 21 years old, his uncle gave him $1 million, which meant he never had to work another day in his life. But he chose to write some of the best and brightest science fiction in the history of the genre. He is an idol of mine, with creations like Ringworld in collaboration with Jerry E. Pornell, the creation of the Moton God's Eye universe. All of these tremendous... Uh, Scalzi? Hesitation. There there. All of hesitation. these tremendous. Yes. That's my Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> That's We're both true. Canadian. It is it's a Canadian, Canadian accent. It's his Canadian accent. His Canadian right. accent Canadian led him to a decent Shatner. Right. Be that as it may, I'm still taking it from you. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank so. you. Yay. So um, impressive as that run was, Scalzi gets a point for a correct challenge and. 25 seconds on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven starting now. On the greatness of Larry Niven, there is an interesting story about Ringworld. He went to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology to discuss the book, and they mentioned to him that there was, in fact, engineering errors, and they would say, Ringworld is unstable, several times in sequence. And in that means that when he did the... Yeah. Sam got there first. In, no, see, that wasn't hesitation. In that, means, no, in that means is I'm, I'm looking for the next thing to yet, say yet, as opposed to hesitating. Yet, yet stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? You, you can't blame me. <laughs> Sam gets a point for a correct challenge. And um, a, how, how, how long? How long left? How long? <laughs> You started this. About 50, yeah, you can't complain now. 18 seconds on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven starting now. I only hope that I can give... Damn. I had it. Hesitation. Yeah, hesitation. Point to Scalzi and another... 15 seconds. 15 seconds on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven starting now. As I was saying on the greatness of Larry Niven, when he wrote a sequel, he corrected the errors that he had made and thus that is part of the greatness of Larry Niven. He accepts criticism and is able to move forward. Stop. Stop. Hey. Good for you. And that's the end of our third round. And at the end of the third round, what are the scores, please? Sherry has 13. Sam has 16. John has... What? Um, <laughs> you dicks. John has 21. And Robert has 9. Oh, oh. Bad showing. We have 10 minutes. Mm. I say we please call it in my favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we, we'll play one last round. Um, and... Uh, we are starting with uh, John, and um, I will grab a TV show for each of these. So, John, I'd like you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of Blake 7, starting now. What the f*** is Blake 7? <laughs> Boom. Rob, after the word what, he hesitated. <laughs> that wasn't a hesitation, that was a censoring of myself. Because, look, there are children in the audience. I was told not to. So I said, what the f*** is... Yeah, but except that you need to have even gone there. So, Rob, that's a point to you for a correct challenge. What? What? That wasn't a hesitation. You could have it said, what the heck? But it's still what the... But that's, still, that's not a hesitation. That's merely self-centering. That's a glottal stop. Rob. A glottal stop is not... A, you, know, you know, he'll still be talking here when we've all gone home. That's right. right. Glottal stop. Bye. Uh, Rob, that, that's a point to you for a correct challenge, and... 59 
59 seconds, God help us all, on the subject of Blake 7 starting now. There are many advantages to being a Canadian science fiction writer, foremost amongst which is getting BBC programs that are otherwise unknown to our American colleagues. Amongst the number of those that we see are Blake 7, which was a series about a bunch of astronauts aboard a starship known Scalzi? as... No, I was wrong. Never mind. Okay, point to right no, for wait, an incorrect I was right. challenge. I was right. I was right. Repetition bunch. No. But... You can't decide after the fact. Right. Rob gets a point for an incorrect challenge and another... Uh, but John gets an E for 45 seconds yeah. starting now. The Liberator made a very interesting geometric shape, but it was really hard to tell whether it was going forward or backwards. A lot of people believe that the round knob part should be the front, like a command module, when in fact it is the engine or propulsive unit at the aft part of the ship. Scousy? That was a hesitation. It was a hesitation. That was um, a breath. Oh. <laughs> that was a long sentence. It was a Canadian, that. but no, you did very well. So that's, that's the problem with this game is eventually your lungs go. Yes. <laughs> Scousy gets a point and another. And he also got a free education about Blake 7. Yes. <laughs> on the subject of Blake 7 starting now. I am not the walking Wikipedia that my colleague is on Blake 7. And so, in fact, I'm going to throw this point right now. And I saw Cherry get there first. Totally a pause. Mm. I'm listening. Mm. Okay, so, um, Cherry, you get a point for... Um, 20 seconds? With 20 seconds remaining, starting now. Wait, what was the question? Say it again. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember. Um, on the subject of Blake 7, starting now. On the subject of Blake 7, starting now is a very difficult thing to present me with, since I also have not actually seen nor even heard of Blake 7 until this very occasion, and I really only interrupted because I wanted the point for correctly doing so. And Sam <laughs> got there for her stopping, basically. Um, yeah, so uh, that's a point to Sam and five seconds on the subject oh, man, of Blake 7, starting now. Left. Since I am also among those who have never seen Blake's Heaven, this is a desperate gamble to run out the clock, and I... Too bad, because you were hesitating first. right after Anne. <laughs> All right. Like, Successful gamble. You know, we may, we may eventually come across a book they've read or a TV show they've seen. <laughs> uh, actually seen. Cable, okay. Okay, so point, point to Sam for a correct uh, challenge, and we move to Sherry. Oh, oh, okay. Um, and I'd like you to start to talk for one minute on the subject of Space 1999. Space 1999, <laughs> starting now. On the subject of Space 1999, I am also ill-equipped to discourse on account of I don't actually have cable for you see I work from home and if I had such magical programming... Scalzi? There was a hesitation. There, there. was indeed. Uh, point to Scalzi for that and he has... Fifty seconds on the subject of Space yeah. 1999 starting now. I remember Space 1999 because I remember... Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yep. So many things wrong there. Um, do, do we sorry, think, sorry, kids. I, I apologize. I, I, I found that very hard to call. Who do we, who do we think? Okay, okay, it was between Sherry and Sam. So, My um, reflexes will get me on the board here. So, point to Sherry and another... Uh, 45, seconds. 45 seconds on Space 1999 starting now. Another 45 seconds on Space 1999 is something I am ill-equipped to deliver, and once more, I only interrupted because I wanted the free point for doing so correctly. <laughs> Sam did that. <laughs> okay, point to Sam. And you, I noticed you all poised for her. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... yeah. So Sam gets the point, and another... <coughs> uh, you've got 35 seconds. 
35 seconds on Space 1999 starting now. Ultimately, I think this might be something that only Robert J. Sawyer can talk about <laughs> since he apparently has seen everything ever. I've never seen Space 1999. Scalzi? Seen. Seen twice, indeed. Fuck. So. <laughs> Repetition! Uh, Earmuffs. It's getting, I'm it's sorry, getting near kids. the end. You can tell, can't you? I'm sorry. I We're told you. Tired. I didn't know it was going to be this okay. bad. Point, point to Scalzi and another... So, 28 seconds on the subject of Space 1999 starting now. What's with the moon flying out of orbit because of an explosion? That makes absolutely no sense at all. The physics are completely wrong. And even as a small child, I knew that. It really disturbed me. And now I'm going to stop because I actually want to hear Rob Sawyer talk about this. <laughs> all right, so. All right. <laughs> Rob. Rob challenged. I was waiting for somebody All to. Right. Um, and has another... On the count of hesitation. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. On the count of him handing it to you. And another 15 seconds on the subject of Space 1999 starting now. Jerry and Sylvia Anderson were best known for their supermarination television programs using puppets as performers, and they wanted to get into live-action production, and so devised not one but two television series to do that. The first, UFO, was accused yeah. of having... Oh, it's on the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> you have him another minute. <laughs> no, no, thank you, no, folks. No, no. We, we've we've all been here several lifetimes as it is. Yes. <laughs> Sam, um, I'd like you to talk to for a minute without hesitation, de deviation, or repetition on the subject of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy starting now. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has proved to be something that has produced more memes than any other book in the world and such. It has annoyed the shit out of me. And I saw Cherry, Cherry first. first. Thank you, he totally hesitated. He did indeed. Point to Cherry Thank and uh, another... I'm so sorry. How dare you? 50 seconds on the subject of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy starting now. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was one of the first pieces of science fiction I ever read because I was not allowed to get my hands on such terrible things because that genre was entirely verboten. I was raised by fundies who thought that this invited the presence of Satan into your home. But if it was funny, then it counted as something entirely different. And so I was allowed to pick up and... Scalzi. Hesitation, unfortunately. Hesitation yeah. there, indeed. Uh, True story, though. A, yeah. <laughs> a point to Scalzi and another... 30 seconds on the subject of Hitchhiker's Guide starting now. My first encounter with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was in the backseat of a car, and I was reading it. I was 12, and I was feared that I would wet myself from laughing so hard, and I was saying, pull over, please, because I will not survive, and they did not pull over, and I'm about to run out of uh, breath. Rob, pull over repetition. Pull over Thank repetition. Thank you. Yes. So Rob gets a point, and... <coughs> Ten more seconds on the Hitchhiker's Guide, starting now. Any work that describes Earth as mostly harmless has to have an enormous capability of fascinating people an awful lot. Sherry. Yes, there was hesitation. In there was indeed was hesitation. hesitations. It's becoming like the King's Speech here. It, it really is. Sherry, <laughs> you get a point for a correct challenge and another... See, but I'm the... Uh, Four seconds on the subject of Hitchhiker's Guide starting now. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was the first science fiction that I ever truly loved, and it was... And uh, speaking as the whistle went. Thank you. All right. Paul. Yes. Okay. 
And finally, um, our final um, uh, minute of this evening it begins with Rob Sawyer. Um, I'd like you to speak for a minute on the subject of um, Quatermass. Quatermass. Oh, starting nice. now. Nigel Neal, the great British playwright, was responsible for a series of short televised dramas on the BBC starting in 1959 featuring Dr. Bernard Quatermass of the British Rocket Group, which was an organization devoted to getting men into space from Her Majesty's Greatest Nation and his adventures dealing with the bureaucracies of the time, but also alien and extraterrestrial entanglements that arose out of that, most famously in Quatermass and the Pit, remade by Hammer Films as Five Million Years to Earth, starring, among other people, the great Canadian character actor Cease Roney, uh, as uh, Dr. Oh, yeah, Paul. Terry got Let's that Let's get first. in there. Let's get in oh. there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Not bad. Well, that was, that was incredibly impressive. Um, yeah, was but Cherry really gets a point for a correct challenge. Robert, and pay attention. This won't last long. I want you to smack back in. I'm going to tag um, you back in here. Okay. And 26 seconds left starting now. The only thing I have to contribute to any conversation with regards to this subject is that I, until this very moment, I thought it was quarter mass. <laughs> Sam, I think. Um, oh, point, so I thought Robert was going to have it. Oh. Point to Sam and uh, another... Uh, I've never heard it said aloud. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> 18 seconds remains starting now. I do feel kind of bad about not letting Robert J. Sawyer have that because I too have no idea what Quatermass is or that it's even a thing, but it apparently is. Hesitation there. No, that's Sam's way of speaking. Okay. Point. Ah! <laughs> nice! Point to Sam. And uh, I think I've, I've now attained a level of fairness across the panel. Point to Sam and Thank another... You. Ten seconds on Quatermass, starting now. As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, I had no idea what Quatermass was up until this very moment, and I'm still trying to run out the clock, but it's not going to work because... <laughs> Scousey. That was a hesitation. That was not hesitation. No, I, I honestly don't think I'm it was. I'm just trying to give him points. <laughs> okay, point, <laughs> point to Sam and uh, another... Well, let's just do and a one second on the subject of Quatermass starting now. Fuck you all. Oh. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to hit that and I'm going to hit it on the basis of deviation. 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 Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, if that had happened before the whistle had gone, I would have given it for deviation, <laughs> but it did not. So, um, well, the fuck was Sam, <laughs> Sam gets a, a point right. for speaking as the whistle went, and. Um, so, well, what are our final scores, please, Danny? Could we have them um, perhaps in, um, or, in order? And while she's working that out, may I um, just thank Danny for doing the scores and the oh, timing this here. evening? <laughs> Which is always a very, very difficult task under pressure. And please let us thank our panelists, John Scalzi, <laughs> Cherry Priest, <laughs> Sam Sykes, <laughs> and Robert J. Sawyer. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Danny, what are the final results, please? John Scalzi with 25. Oh, I, I, I think you meant in order of who won, yes. <laughs> John Sykes. What the hell? Harvey. 
can can we can we can we can we start at who's got less points and work our way up to the top? But with the exchange rate on the Canadian dollar, my 14 points are actually worth 17 now. Sherry with 19. Not last. <laughs> Sam with 22. Oh. And John with 25. Yay, John. Thank you very much for coming along and watching Just a Minute with us this evening. Oh, yeah. Thank, Thank you, you to Paul. Thanks to Paul Cornell. Paul Cornell. Cool.